Welcome back to On the Record. I'm Sheila Cast. Here's a stoop story from Jessica, who is used to dealing with family drama around Thanksgiving. My story's about Thanksgiving, and it starts when I'm about 13 or 14, and um, I'm a child of divorced parents, so usually I'm going to one house or another, and this Thanksgiving I get to go to my dad's house. Now, this is really wonderful because um, I, I was, my mom really let me shop by my, uh, always on my own, so I show up to my dad's house, and I'm wearing my favorite giant red sweater with the black and white horses that run up and down the sleeves, which is really cool, and I've had it for years, and I had all my school pictures with it, even when I had a mullet for a while. Uh, <laughs> So I, I show up at my dad's house, and my dad's married to this to a wonderful stepmother. I have the best stepmother uh, in the world. And usually when I go there, it's a little bit like I've gone through the Oprah makeover. Um, so I, I come out looking really, really fabulous. And uh, so she's dressed me all up for Thanksgiving, and I have this cute baby doll dress that's gray and bright red tights, because she told me those were in style. So I just, I just trusted her, and I wore them. And we're heading to uh, see Pop, who's my uh, absolute favorite person in the world. It's my, grand, my dad's father, my grandfather. And there's uh, two things that I remember about Pop. One, he always had a smile, and he, and he had a really great time wherever he was. And two, he would always tease me. And uh, so when we would drive somewhere, and we would pass this really big lake, and he would say, tell me, uh, like a reservoir, and he would tell me that they dug it out with a spoon. And when I did have a southern accent, I'd say, gee, pa, really? So he was always great. He always teased me. Uh, so we're going to go down and, uh, and see him. But just a little bit about Pop, that um, he was married to my grandmother, and they divorced. And Nat, then he was married to uh, Dorothy, who was a wonderful woman. And she passed away. So my Pop has been a bachelor for a while, and, uh, and for about five years. And he's met this wonderful woman named Barbara. And Barbara's going to be there. And her children are going to be there. And her grandchildren are going to be there. It's just going to be the best, thing, best Thanksgiving ever. And um, but just a little bit about our regular Thanksgivings. Usually they're uh, they're they're a little bit different than Barbara's family. They seem really wonderful and normal when we when we get there. But um, the cast of characters that would usually be at my Thanksgiving were um, my my uncle Kent, who would always turn bright red because he always got really upset and very heated in arguments. What my family called discussions was typically. Um, and he'd usually sort of explode and buy buy uh, dessert. He wasn't sure if he like still wanted to talk to us anymore, and he would like he would leave. And uh, and my other uncle Ronnie, who was married five times, so the hard part was I always had to get the crib sheet of. So is he still married to that woman, Kathy, or or have they divorced? Or, you know, so I saw always it was really sensitive. So I was always I'm a very nervous person. So I'm very nervous up here, very nervous person. So when it came to holidays, I was like, oh, Ken's gonna gonna get mad. And and Uncle Ronnie, I'd, oh, is he still you know which, which wife does he have now? Because I did call one by the wrong name once, which was really bad. Um, so, so, so we're just we're going to Barbara's family's great. We're, we're driving down there, and, uh, and we're in my my dad's uh, Nissan Z car, which he got when he had his uh, midlife crisis, which which doesn't really have a back seat. So I'm in my skirt, and I'm in my really cute skirt and my red tights, and I'm just sort of like hanging in the back, tied on the sort of crossed on the bench. And, uh, and, and we get there, and they're, they're everything that my father and my stepmother have told me about. Barbara's family's wonderful. Her children are great. Their grandchildren are great. Everyone's having, you know, nice small talk, getting to know each other. And, uh, and there's a knock at the door. We're, we're kind of looking around. We're like, well, Uncle Ronnie's not coming. And Uncle Kent's not coming. And Barbara's here. And her son's here. And his wife's here. And the, the grandkids are here. So who else is going to be there? So, my, so Pop goes to open the door. We're at his house in Charleston now. And, uh, and in walks a woman. And I actually recognize her. And it's, uh, it's my grandfather's ex-girlfriend. Now, at, at this point, you need to know that the years between um, Dorothy passing away and Pop um, dating Barbara, he dated a lot of very interesting women, um, many who were closer to my age than my father's age. <laughs> 
but he was wonderful. He liked to drive a fast car, loved to be on a boat. So he was great to be with. But it's an interesting to grow up when your father's girlfriend is like 25 and you're 12. <laughs> and, and Barbara has no idea who this woman is. But I remember her very clearly. This is the woman that hung around um, after the woman with the potbelly pig that really wasn't a potbelly pig, she found out after it was growing up. This woman, uh, this woman we got nicknamed by my family, Brainless. That is her nickname with the family, and she's tall, high heels, tall, sort of, well, blonde, but really like fake blonde, and, uh, and nice hands, big hands. And she's always, always dressed in really tight things. And I remember her because two years ago, she stole my grandfather's Mercedes and drove it from Charleston back up to Charlotte with his wallet in it. And I remember because my dad talked about having to, to send him money with the Western, via Western Union because uh, his wallet, his cash, his credit cards, everything was in there that Brainless was now driving the, uh, the car back up to to Charlotte. Um, so I immediately recognize this woman, except she's a little, little more tilty this time. What I now know is well lubricated. So my grandfather's ex-girlfriend has showed up amazingly intoxicated, and, and he's just got a big smile on his face thinking, what are we going to do now? Now it's more like my, my regular family holiday here. I'm, <laughs> I'm completely in my comfort zone. I'm quiet. I'm relaxed and just watching what's going on. And for some reason, I was just thinking he would just shove her out the door, but he brings her in. Barbara's family's looking at us like they're really sh Apparently, this doesn't happen to their holidays. It happens all the time at ours. You know, it's, what's wrong with you? And uh, so, so, we, uh, so we get brain... So my grandfather sort of escorts Brainless back, and I think he just thinks, you know, let's just let her, get her to lay down and get her to be, to be quiet, and, uh, and, that'll, and everything will be fine. So my stepmother, love her, she sort of turns to, to, to Barbara, and my uh, grandfather's girlfriend says, so Barbara, tell me how you, what your sweet potato pie recipe is. Because she's here to save the day. She's always, she gets the conversation back and going, and, uh, and a little, you know, 10 minutes passes, and, and all of a sudden it's, it's as if the air has left the room. There's not a sound. And I'm over here, I'm just listening to my dad talk, and, and everybody over here gets quiet, and, and my dad's staring, and he, you know, it's, and we turn, and there's Brainless standing in the middle of the room, stark naked. <laughs> now, I, you know, at this point, I don't know if my stepmother can do anything at all to sort of save the situation. And, uh, and everyone, it's, it's as if Pop's house has now become the Titanic, and everyone is just grabbing their clothes and grabbing their children, and they're, le they're just fleeing for the nearest car that's outside. <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, so, so we leave, too. We have to go find a place to have, um, to have Thanksgiving dinner, and uh, there's not much save in that one. Um, but um, unfortunately, Barbara never called my, my grandfather back again, but he did manage to find another appropriately aged girlfriend. Um, but the thing that, that I think of is I, um, right now is that I, I loved him. He was the thing that kept us all together during the holidays. And, uh, and now... I'm a little bit older, and I get to, uh, to have Christmas in Baltimore this year with, um, with my husband, Dave. And uh, you guys, if you want a show, you're all invited. <laughs> just, uh, just let us know if you're coming with or without your clothes. <laughs> That was a stoop story from Jessica about an underdressed guest at Thanksgiving. We have more information about the Stoop Storytelling series, including the Stoop podcast, at the On the Record page at wypr.org. The next Stoop Storytelling event is coming up December 12th at 7 p.m. at the Senator Theater. Join them for Christmas Hanukkah Festivus. 
stories about the universal truths of holiday celebrations. There will be musical guests, Jonathan Gilmore and The Experience. I'm Sheila Cast. grateful that you are with us on the record. Hope your holiday is luscious. Mm-hmm.